Do you want better results from your digital marketing? Our guest, Ryan Mason, knows what it takes to create success. Today, you're going to get practical ideas for your marketing playbook that will help you grow your revenue. Are you ready to accelerate the growth of your business? Welcome to the Revenue Growth Podcast. This is the place for business owners, sales leaders, and marketing professionals to get ideas and inspiration to drive exponential revenue growth. Each week, you'll get actionable insights from the world's leading marketing and sales thought leaders and practitioners. Are you ready to grow? Let's join our host, Daryl Amy, author of Revenue Growth Engine. Welcome back to the Revenue Growth Podcast on C-Suite Radio, the world's largest business podcast network. I'm your host, Daryl Amy, Revenue Growth Architect, helping great companies grow. Today's podcast is full of practical ideas to help you improve your digital marketing. I know you're going to get a lot out of this discussion with Ryan Mason. As we get started, the fourth quarter is right around the corner. That means it's time to think about strategy for the new year. That's why I'm excited to be putting the finishing touches on a growth strategy bootcamp. We're going to work step-by-step through thinking about new ways to accelerate your growth. The content is very practical, and I'm excited to be rolling this out, so stay tuned for details. Today, we are going to talk about what's working in digital marketing. Our guest, Ryan Mason, knows digital marketing inside out. He was recently named by Yahoo as one of the top 12 entrepreneurs to watch in 2020. Ryan is the savvy founder and CEO behind Luxbrand, America's leading luxury shoelace provider. He's been featured on Good Morning America and the NFL Network. You can find Luxbrand in Foot Locker stores and on over 30 athletes and celebrities. Ryan is also behind BizBuzz, providing integrated marketing automation software and services for over 250 small and medium-sized businesses. In each of these roles, Ryan is known as a disruptive force with an eye for setting new standards of excellence, and he never shies away from the opportunity to tackle new and interesting challenges. Ryan believes that people, processes, and platforms are the key elements to building a powerful business, and he's here to share the benefits of that approach with others. So today, you're going to get practical ideas for your marketing playbook. You'll discover the top blind spots most companies have when it comes to their digital marketing. I think you're going to get a lot from this discussion with Ryan, so grab a notepad and get ready for some actionable ideas after a word from our sponsors. Ryan, welcome to the Revenue Growth Podcast. It's great to have you here. Daryl, I'm super excited to be here. Can't wait to share my story with your community. Well, and you do have quite a story as I've been getting to know you and getting to know about uh, the digital playbook that's coming out. This is, uh, this is quite a story. So why don't you fill our listeners into the story that brought you here today? And, and I know we're going to have a great discussion with lots of practical ideas. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. So it's actually a really interesting story. I look back all the time now and I'm like, oh my God, I was definitely crazy. <laughs> so <laughs> um, it, it's my story kind of started. I'll give you guys some background, but basically um, in high school is, is kind of one of the first times that I really started to experience things that were in my head out of the normal or out of the ordinary. So for me, uh, my background was in basically football. My father played professional football. I have a brother who was about seven years younger than me. He was actually doing very well at the time and also had a cousin that played pro ball as well. So obviously, naturally, you can tell that it was my biggest dream to following their footsteps and go on and play in the NFL. All right. So everything that I did, I had tunnel vision. That's what I was going to do. Right. But as I learned, life is not linear. It doesn't always happen that way. So for me, um, there was one simple thing that my father used to always tell me. He said, Ryan, listen, all you got to do while you're in high school and college is perform. That's the number one thing, perform. And I did exactly that. Right. I ended up breaking a couple of records in football and Things were going well until <laughs> until I would actually go to, you know, a lot of the big schools like I had wished to go to. And I would literally be going up against someone who was about 6'5", 245 pounds, and they played linebacker. And here Ouch. I am, right, here, here I am at 5'11", 215 pounds, you know. So that yeah. was one of the first big things that I dealt with because I was the guy spending extra time, extra hours. I was extremely focused. But for one of the biggest things, I wanted to go to the big schools, but for me, those big schools, they all said one thing. They said, Ryan, you're undersized. So this was kind of the first point in life where I was like, oh, man, you know, this is, this is not what I envisioned. Even though I've done all the work, this is it's not lining up the way that I thought. So I was fortunate enough to get a scholarship to the University of North Alabama in Florence, Alabama. And basically, this was definitely not the big school, but it was an opportunity for me to continue my career. So I, I went to UNA and I um, actually, to make a long story short, I played for a couple of years and about year three, I was faced with a couple of challenges. I was dealing with some things in football that just weren't going the way that I expected again. And for me, I, could, I had a decision to make. And that decision that I was thinking about making was, hey, should I drop a full scholarship and do something that I could potentially be doing for the rest of my life. And of course, at that time, I didn't know what I, what it was. I was maybe, what, 21, 20 years old. I had no idea what that would look like. But I know that things were not working out the way that I had imagined them. So for mm -hmm. me, um, after dealing with all the self-inflicted, you know, um, confusion that I was putting on myself, like, hey, um, my family may disown me or my friends are going to look at me as a failure or all this bad negative things that I was dumping into my head after I finally was able to get past all of that stuff, I decided to leave a full scholarship and I left wow. that full scholarship and I got into business. I started my first company and um, that's where we, we are now. I started those companies and had some success and that's kind of what led us to this conversation. <laughs> well, and that's fantastic. And that the conversation today we're going to have about marketing is, is I'm really excited about. And, you know, that first company, that was Lux Brands, right? Yes, yes. So still operational today, Lux Brand. We actually manufacture luxury leather shoelaces. Nice. So it's quite different. Uh, most of our laces are made from like genuine Italian lambskin and sometimes other exotic leathers. But 
basically they just provide a way for someone to actually express their sense of fashion through their shoes. So really cool, really different, but we have been fortunate enough to land on Good Morning America, NFL Network, Foot Locker Stores, um, and also about 40 plus different celebrities and athletes. So it's been a journey. Well, and along that journey, you've learned a few things about digital marketing, right? Absolutely. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> you've learned, in fact, you've learned a lot. And that's why I've been so looking forward to, to having this conversation today and sharing this with the, the Revenue Growth Podcast audience is I think you've, you've bring a really interesting perspective to just what it takes to be successful today in digital marketing. By the way, congratulations on your book that's coming out Thank uh, you. <laughs> in October of 2020. So if you're listening uh, as this is being published, the book's right around the corner, the digital playbook, digital marketing playbook, right? This is, yep, that's uh, it. This is exciting. Tell us about, about the book and, and I'm really looking forward to picking your brain on, on some of these ideas that have, have come forth from your lessons in the marketplace. Absolutely. I bumped my head a couple of times, right? So, <laughs> yeah. so basically what I've done is um, I've decided all of the, you know, the things that and the challenges and the growth that I went through with my comp- my first company, Lux Brand, which mm-hmm. later led into me basically uh, running a company called BizBuzz Digital, which is a digital marketing, a hybrid digital marketing agency because we provide software um, to help those people in their in-house teams perform their own marketing and also do services. So basically I brain dumped all of the strategies that I've used myself, as well as the strategies that I've used for our clients or helped our clients use into this one book. So basically it's going to go through um, the six phases, which is called the repeatable revenue engine. All right. Love it. Love yeah. it. <laughs> to my heart. I know that's right. <laughs> so basically, um, so it's going to, the, the phases are first, we're going to start with plumbing. So basically we're going to take, uh, or take, take you through the process of basically connecting the guts, the analytics, mm-hmm. the tracking, so that when you do grow, you actually have, you can make sense of what's happening and where to spend every additional ounce of your time and also money. Okay. So the second phase is basically your goals. So we're going to teach you how to walk through the goals and quantify those goals. Then we're going to teach you how to go through the content, right? So we're going to teach you how to create one minute videos um, so that you can later on boost and run ads behind those, but also how to come up with your content calendar and also how to create a topic wheel so that you can actually, and this is, you'll love this for sales, right? The topic wheel, the beauty of this is basically choosing three topics that are personal and three topics that are professional. Okay. Mm -hmm. And with these topics, you can basically, you have figureheads, three figureheads per topic, and you can go and create content with them. And what this does is this helps you establish your authority and your um, relationship in the industries that you're, that are near and dear to you. So once you establish that authority, you can then go in and now you can go in and give more and more value to your customers and, and they will actually love you a lot more just because they know you, they like you and they trust you. Right. Yeah. Um, so then it's going to go into the next phase, which is targeting. So we're going to teach you how to carve out those audiences um, and make sure that they are, you know, the most or the best audience to, to receive what it is that you have to offer. And then we're going to go into amplification. So amplification is basically the practice of 
taking something you're already good at, something you're already doing well, and amplifying it, making it bigger and better, okay, by using the dollar-a-day strategy. So most people don't know this, but you can actually take a dollar a day and spend it on ads. So let's say $7, right, per an Mm -hmm. ad to test it to see if it's good enough or if it's not good enough. And if it is good enough, then you can actually, we'll teach you how to put more money towards that so that obviously you can play with the algorithms in social media. Okay. Yeah. And then the last thing is optimizing that so that you are able to, um, you know, obviously really make a decision based off of what's working and what isn't. So that's the digital playbook. <laughs> Fantastic. That's going to be so good. And uh, I love I love that you started that whole playbook with plumbing because I think that becomes an afterthought, the, the tech stack and how it's all connected together right. and the reporting. A lot of times that just becomes an afterthought that never really gets done inside an organization. So Agreed. you end up spending all this money and you go, what do we get for it? Right. And, and a lot of people get disillusioned mm-hmm. uh, with digital marketing because of that. And a lot of people burn a ton of money that and they don't realize it until later, until they figured it out. So my purpose is to give enough value so that people understand like, hey, you guys can capitalize off of this because I wish that I had a digital playbook that I could actually go and look at, <laughs> you know, so that I didn't burn so much money. But hey, I've, I've burned it already. So it's too late. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, you know what? It's it is like you said, it's the University of Hard Knocks, right? We bump right. our head. And that's where the value comes from. And I'm curious, so you get to talk to so many different organizations that right. are doing marketing. Um, in the local space. And and I want to think particularly about companies that are marketing in a geographic area. They've got a local mm-hmm. area. Right. Where, when you when you first talk to these companies, where do you think we're missing it? Where do you think companies are just totally just out of <sighs> left field when it comes to digital marketing? Such a good question. Hey, we, did, we by the way, we didn't plan for this question. No, this is a, <laughs> this is conversational, so yes. you're on the spot. Right. I, so, I, I have a sneaking suspicion you have a few opinions here. So. Yeah, yeah. So I think one of the biggest one is for especially local businesses in a geographic area is understanding mm-hmm. that word of mouth, which is the single most powerful form of marketing, is online. Mm-hmm. So what I mean by that, if you think about it. I'm sure you shop on Amazon, right? I do, yeah. And I can almost guarantee you, you're going to look at reviews and you're going con- to compare and contrast those reviews based off of the other products on the list, right? Even worse, when I do a search on Amazon, I always sort it by review. I don't care about the price. I care about yeah. the review. <laughs> exactly. First, we'll look at the price later, but I don't want to... I don't want a cheap thing that's going to be a piece of garbage. And you're absolutely right. I mean, it's not, it's not just part of the equation. It is right. the equation nowadays in that type of environment. And I think we have to realize that, right? So, and another, you know, obviously right now, unfortunately, we're in the middle of a pandemic and a lot of companies um, have neglected basically capturing, you know, those positive mentions and those reviews and Mm. the word of mouth, which is happening online. And what happens when something like a pandemic, then they're kind of phased out, which is unfortunate, but we got to make sure that we understand the power is still there. It's just happening online. 
Well, and a huge part of that, I think, Ryan, is just being proactive. I mean, I've seen so many companies over the years, you know, they're just not proactive. And, you know, any company, even a great company, at some point, you're going to stub your toe, make someone mad, you know, and next thing you know, they go online and there's, you know, negative reviews and there are two and a half stars or whatever, because they weren't proactive in going out and getting their their fans to, to talk positively about them. Agreed. I deal with a lot of companies that basically they are super excited. And of course, they've had some success. It's their baby. But they come to me and they say, Ryan, I want to run ads. I want to get out there. We need people to know who we are. And in a lot of cases, I have to explain to them, let's take a step back and let's understand the way this works. If you bring in thousands or tens of hundreds of thousands of eyeballs to your business, right? Uh-huh. And you have, and you're leading the way for negative, with negative reviews, you're going to like, you're, you're sucking the money right out of your pockets at that point. So yeah. we have to, yeah, you know. Or it, even it, worse, I mean, you're advertising your incompetence. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> but also too, the others who are doing things the right way, who have good reviews, you got to remember, it's as simple as us clicking the backspace button or the back button and mm-hmm. going to the next company in line. And so at, at that point, you're literally dumping money into your competitor's pocket, especially in the local space. So it's, it's super simple. I mean, the, the journey usually goes like this. So first you have, you know, interest in awareness. So mm-hmm. someone, let's see if they, let's say they see a Facebook ad or something, right? They have interest in awareness. And then from there, what usually happens they're going to pull out their phone if they haven't already seen it on their phone and they're are they're going to search for your business. And when they search for your business, guess what's going to be the first thing showcased? Yeah. Those reviews. That's right. And then people are going to do they're going to do their research. So they're going to not only look at the reviews, they're going to go to your website, they're going to potentially um go to your social media channels to see, you know, is this a friendly company, you know, what is the experience like for this organization or this company? And from there, that's the stage of research. After that, that is when they finally decide to either go to your, um, come f- to your physical location or to actually go and transact with you online. Okay. So, and from there they become, you know, they either they're going to love the experience or hate it. And that's where it comes into play where being proactive, because now we need to make sure that we, we actually have an easy system or a process to actually ask for those reviews and to ask for their feedback so that we can leverage that to get more customers just like them. Yeah, it's so true. And I think that, you know, you talk about stuff that gets put to the bottom of the list. Um, it's reviews, it's testimonials, it's case yep. studies. It's mm-hmm. all of these things that are not only the engine for getting found and getting, getting leads, they're also right. the things that are rocket fuel for the sales process itself in yes. moving things forward. And I would say on top of that, sorry, I get fired up, Ryan, but <laughs> I love it. The stuff that's in those reviews and that's in those case studies and that's in those testimonials mm-hmm. is the stuff, it's all the ingredients for the message that right. you deliver. You know, mm-hmm. a really good because people put it in the words of what matters to them. And uh, so I love it. I love it. So what else are you seeing out there that people are missing? Like where, where are people just missing the bus on, uh, on digital marketing? So I think, you know, and and this can kind of lean over on the sales side as well. You know, they'd usually go hand in hand. 
Well, for one, understanding the value and leveraging your personal brand or personal image to build your business. Oh man, you're speaking my language some more. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So in, in terms of that, if you think of it this way, are you going to want to do business with the influencer online who talks about car marketing or car business, selling cars all mm-hmm. day, every day, who has hundreds or sometimes thousands of people who have come in and engaged and left reviews and testimonials? Or are you going to go with the car salesman that's on the lot who is basically telling you the same thing that he's telling everyone else? Yeah. Pretty obvious, right? So now we're in that digital age where we got to understand the value of becoming the expert in our field. And there's a couple of ways to do that. I, th- I, I just, you know, I hang out with one of my best friends is Larry Levine at Selling from the Heart. And, and I get to podcast right. with Larry. Larry loves to talk about the empty suit and the digital dress code. And, you know, the reality is just like you were talking about people experience your business online mm-hmm. first. They also experience you as a sales professional or a business owner um, mm-hmm. digitally before they do, especially now in our, you right. know, in the, in the pandemic uh, craziness that we're in right now. And the reality is nobody, you know, the, a salesperson or a business owner that wouldn't think of showing up to uh, work in a tank top and cutoffs, uh, right. you know, it, and it shows up digitally. I'm not just talking about the picture. I'm talking about yeah. the brand is just, it's right. not there. Right. And, and it's such a missed opportunity. I couldn't agree with you more. What do you suggest um, salespeople do when it comes to developing their digital brand? Like what are some good first steps? Yeah, I think starting with that topic, Will, defining what you want to talk about and what you want, what areas that you want to establish expertise in. So Mm -hmm. once you have that, then the next step is to basically start creating that content around that. Okay. And to, if you, for one, you definitely want to establish authority. All right. And we talked about that earlier, but basically, Mm -hmm. you know, finding those figureheads who are already the expert in those industry and that industry and reaching out to them and basically creating content with them. But another strategy is to basically create one minute videos. And these one minute videos are super simple and that they basically follow this, this checklist or this path or funnel, right? And that's why, how, and what, okay? Mm, so what happens, brilliant. the beauty of this is why, right? So as a salesperson or a marketer, you, the very first step and the very first thing that you need to do is get that audience to relate to you. Okay. So you have to get that audience to relate to you. And how you do this is by basically sharing your story. How did you get there? You know, what led you to, to start, you know, selling or what led you to join this company or what led you to help solve this problem. Okay. Then what happens there, that's basically establishing um, this, that's helping them get to know who you are. Okay. So the next step is basically creating one minute videos, showing your expertise, which is the how, and this is you actually showing the value of how you achieve, how you achieve these results. Okay. Or how you do something different than other people. The main thing here is basically to make sure that you're giving value. Okay. Now, 
after that, creating videos simply of you literally presenting an offer. Okay. So that may be saying, you know, and it's going to all work together, right? So mm-hmm. you can reference the story of why you got started or why you're in the field that you're in. And then you can reference, you know, hey, I, I've, I've shared many videos of how I do this um, in these ways, but I want to actually be able to do this for you, you know, and take this time and help save you time or money and do all of this for you. So basically, if you do all of those things and you do them consistently and even potentially run ads behind them later on, uh, you're able to get customers to know who you are, like you, and then trust you. And once they trust you, that's your business. Fantastic. I am so excited, Ryan. This, this book is going to be dynamite. I I just, I can't (laughs) wait to get my hands on it. Tell us about, uh, tell us about the, the digital playbook. Uh, it's got a fantastic subtitle that I didn't write down. What's so give us the, give us the pitch on the book. Give us the, (laughs) give us the one minute video on, on this book that's coming out that we all want to get our hands on. Got it. Got it. So in business, of course, I have bumped my heads plenty of times, but as you know, uh, my story started where I dropped a full scholarship and eventually got into business and started my first company. And in that first company, I've been fortunate enough to land my products on Good Morning America, NFL Network, Foot Locker Stores, and a long list of other things. But for the digital playbook, basically, I want to teach you guys the six-step six process of me basically going through everything that I went through in my businesses to achieve success, all right? I want to walk you through it step-by-step step so that you are able to have similar success and blow the cover off of it. So it's called The Digital Playbook, Secrets to Building Repeatable Revenue Through Digital Marketing. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> my understanding is it's going for pre-sale on Amazon in October, correct? Yes, at the end of October, I think October 24th is the exact date. Fantastic. It's going to be on pre-sale for $199. Oh my goodness. Okay. So when that happens, uh, we'll definitely let the Revenue Growth Podcast audience know. We'll give you a heads up on that because I think this is going to be a a fantastic tool for everybody. And Ryan, I love love not only the, the experience and knowledge you bring to the table, but your heart and your passion behind it is uh, it's just contagious. And I think uh, it's, it's so exciting just to see Thanks. all the things that are coming together. And, and uh, I just, uh, I wish you all the best of success as this book rolls out and you get to spread this message uh, with Same to you. Same yeah. to you. Thank you so much. Uh, you're welcome. And uh, thank you for joining us here today for investing in us. We'll put links to Ryan, uh, his contact information in the show notes. You'll definitely want to connect with him. We'll also let you know about the book when it comes out. And to everybody in the Revenue Growth Podcast audience, I just want to say a huge thank you. Uh, It's inspiring. It's inspiring to see business leaders, owners of businesses, sales professionals, marketing professionals working together to drive and thrive. And, you know, right now, I know these are challenging economic times for many businesses, but as we've been saying on the C-Suite Radio Network, This is the time to dig in. This is the time to focus. 
And I know that the people that are listening to this podcast, you're listening right now because you want to be successful. And for that, I just say hats off. Um, you know, keep at it. We're cheering you on. We want to bring you as many resources as possible. In fact, you'll text the word revenue to 21,000. Revenue to 21,000 will get resources in your hand to help you move forward. So until next week, as we always say, let's get going and let's get growing. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. Would you like to get complimentary access to the Revenue Growth Engine audiobook? Just text the word REVENUE to 21000 or go to revenuegrowthengine.com slash book. You'll get instant access to the audiobook so you can get ideas to help you grow your revenue so you can scale your impact. Text the word REVENUE to 21000 or go to revenuegrowthengine.com slash book to get instant access. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope you found ideas to help you drive exponential revenue growth so your business can make more of an impact. If you've enjoyed today's conversation, make sure to like or subscribe. It also helps us spread the word if you'd be kind enough to leave a review. Of course, we'd love it if you would share this with your friends. Together, we are growing revenue so we can scale our impact.